This is The 20 with DJ Spider, presented by BeatSource. What is up, everyone? Welcome to The 20 Podcast, bringing you interviews with the best DJs, music producers, and music industry professionals from around the globe. I'm your host, DJ Spider. That's right, that's right, that's right. What's going on, my beat sorcerers? How you feeling? What's going down? What's new in your life? Everything good? Okay, great. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. You guys, this podcast, as always, brought to you by BeatSource. Hit us up, BeatSource.com, and check out BeatSource Link, where you're able to DJ from the cloud. You are able to access our expertly curated playlists, our amazing custom edits that can be found nowhere else, no other DJ pools, nothing, no, no one has this. So log on, get your free trial, try out BeatSource, and you're going to love it. Thank you guys for the support. Hit me on uh, my Instagram, DJ Spider, at DJ S-P-I-D-E-R. Thank you guys for listening and tuning in as always and coming out to my shows and all that. Really appreciate it. Now, I got to tell you, today we got a big one, guys. We got a big one, okay, from around the world. We got these amazing dudes to come here on today's show. We got one of my favorite production duos. I mean, I've loved them since... The beginning of their career and the first stuff they've put out, I've been playing it. And anything new they put out, instant download into my computer and I'm playing it. They are amazing DJs and amazing producers from Brazil who thankfully are here now with us uh, in Los Angeles right now. So we're able to talk to them. They've truly made their own sound. And when you hear who this is, you're going to agree with me. They are loved by DJs from around the world. That's right. You, me, all of us. We love these guys. Okay. We play their stuff. And if you don't, you should look it up and play it. I really think you're going to love it. They've become some of the biggest producers in Brazil. Massive, creating global top 20 hits for Anita, J Balvin, and more, winning a Latin Grammy and being nominated for more this year. Uh, releasing songs everywhere from Mad Decent to Universal Records. They're all over the place. They can do underground, they can do mainstream, they can do it all. And that really comes from their DJ background as well. As well. That's that's. That's my theory, and that's what we discuss in this episode, too. Um, and they're still growing. They're doing bigger and better things always, constantly, constantly going, um, even after 10 years after their inception. And they're celebrating their 10-year anniversary, and they've got a lot of amazing things planned for that. We talk about it in this episode. We discuss some amazing collaborations they've done with people like Diplo, Troy Boy, and other people in the industry, as well as doing official remixes for legends like Bob Marley, David Bowie, and more. Uh, They just released an EP with Marshmallow uh, called Mellow Killas that might give you a clue to who they are Um, and actually the second we finished here they were headed to the studio to go meet Marshmallow and work on more music Um, so I'm so excited to hear what they are going to come out with I'm so glad they took the time to come down here and talk to me I'm excited for you guys to hear this so please welcome to the show Trop Killers all right, we're here live and direct from Beverly Hills, California, the Beat Source office. We got the world famous Trap Killers in the building. Give it up. What up, what up? Yo, yes, yes, thank you. We're on the same, same, uh, yes, thank you for coming. I can tell this was meant to be, and we we're on the same wavelength because. 
We have the same exact shirt on. (laughs) Same pants, too. (laughs) (laughs) We're dressed the same. This was meant to be, okay? We're literally like, yo, same company, same shirt. So, obviously, we're coming in here on the same wavelength. We've already been hanging for like an hour, having a good conversation. And, uh, yeah, I'm so excited for you guys to finally come in and do this with us. Um, I have been, you know, a fan of your guys' work for your whole time you've been together, I think. Like I was saying, I have some of your first productions in my computer. I've always tried to be the first one to be playing your guys' stuff out and all that. And, um, yeah, it's an honor to have you in the studio. So thanks for coming. It's so much Thank pleasure, you, man. man. Thanks. Thanks. We're from the same school, right? Like 100%. Like, like 100%. Yes, like, we cut from the same like, cloth. So many common friends, everything. Like Yep. Like, like, we both like we all came from the hip hop, like exactly. background, like club yeah. hip hop DJing. You know, that's how we we all of us start. That's why we think like equally. Yes, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, I think we're all cut from like the same cloth, and we have the same like mindset towards music and DJing and just what's soulful and funky and dope, you know, and like mm-hmm. what we want to hear and and how we want to DJ and um, you know, I know you're. You've been doing this for a long time and, you know, from the scratching to production to everything. And, um, yeah, just excited to pick your guys' brain and hear, hear what you're working on now and how you guys, you know, got to this point and everything. Um, so I guess, you know, before we get into it, do you want to uh, tell us about yourselves just off the bat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Like, I never, like, we never talk in US about that like not many times actually no I know I tried to look up yeah, like any interviews. interviews yeah we don't have many interviews no yeah, not yeah. a lot at yeah, all like mostly in Portuguese but like mostly like basically when we started like I met Louts he was like half my age right or a little more yeah like I think he was 18 and I was like 41 or something okay and like he was the new, the biggest new producer, upcoming producer, producing like all the like two thousand ten, like uh, biggest rap scene in Brazil. Oh, dope! And I produce all the nineties and early two thousands. Right. Like, like when we exchanging, yeah, uh, stories and like, and like he came for a beach battle in Sao Paulo. Yeah. And he took second place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like For he, DJ battle. No, no. no, no. Oh, beat, was oh, beat, beat battle. battle. Oh, beat oh battle. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And like, and he has people talking like, Louds got ripped. Like someone stole him. Like, <laughs> right. Was, and like you should have won. Yeah, like, yeah <laughs> you should have won. That's what people say. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and what you think? I said like, I sh- you should have won. You got stolen. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely <laughs> and, got robbed. And there was a big like, people oh, like talking about that. Who was judging and this. Right. And we became friends. That's and cool. I, I came to a GJ at uh, Curitiba. Yeah, I've been there and we met for the first time. He came to see me. Yeah. Like we 2010. Start, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We start talking all the time. Uh, I just uh, I, I had this project before NASA. Right. The NASA album. Yeah, with Sam. In the West for a little, like living in the US for a few years. And it was kind of like, it was like a one record project. Right. So like, what are you going to do after that? It was kind of like hangover after like touring a lot. And like, I didn't know what to do at the time. Yeah. And I was 
brought the new energy, new blood, like super fat, different. Like uh, I, I was, I was still producing on the MPC a little bit of Ableton, but like MPC still, and he was he he get he got the new workflow, right? And he stayed at my my house for like a few days, and we made tons of beats. No plans, you know. Just just started making music right. together, like yeah. two two generations, like yeah, like, the old school and new school, yeah. both from the and, same and world, but influenced. coming together. Super from from old school yeah. sounds. Yeah, I love hip hop. I love the LA culture and all the West Coast rappers and stuff. Before yeah, I've been here, yeah. Like when I started to make beats, my biggest reference was, was like Dre and stuff. Oh yeah, Battle Cat. Amazing. Till nowadays, they are my idols. So. Yeah, that's what I love to do. Like, that's why we have this disconnection. Yes, between us, like the the West Coast references and stuff. Right, and loud new LA. He's the palm of his hand before he stepped in the West yeah. for the first time. Really, just from yeah, yeah from the, the movies, the raps and movies, and yeah, like, just hearing in songs, yeah, seeing yeah, movies, video game. <laughs> yeah. game, yeah, right. That's interesting. You know, Battle Cat is like a super dope DJ too. He's insane. Like one of the best. I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. I've, I saw him actually. Speaking of Dr. Dre, he's they my have, top three producers ever. He's so incredible, yeah, right? And he's so cool. So so like, cool. So humble. I met him a couple times. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw him at uh, Dre Day, LA. They have this oh, yeah, party yeah, they yeah, do. I, I know oh that. my god! I was like blown away. It was like one of those things when you see, um, you know, their DJ like. Like when you, I don't know, just when they're doing, he was on a controller and it's he was different. blowing my it's mind. It's different. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. So dope. Yeah. Um, oh, that's incredible. That, that's so cool to hear. I mean, I could tell from even the beginning, you guys remixed Funky Worm. Yeah. yeah. And it was such a West Coast sound, you know what I mean, from mm -hmm. from being sampled and just that, that synth, you know, and then hearing you guys remix it. That was such a dope track. Like, I would play it all the time. And I think you did Dope Man, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you you do have a West Coast sound, obviously uh, influence a little bit within your own sound, mm -hmm. and that's what I love about you guys that you really have your own sound. You know what I mean? And it's Brazilian, but it's global in a way where yeah, it has a it, bit of everything. It, it took a while to people realize we are Brazilians. Like, <laughs> right. It took like a few years, actually. Yeah, that makes sense. Like almost two years, right? Because like we like making mostly beats like DJ tools. For yes. us, with no yes. compromise. Yeah, like one song a week, free download on on SoundCloud. Yep, follow on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, we started from zero to like a hundred thousand in like fast. Right, it was fast. Right. Like, well, because I would play your songs and everyone would go, what is this? How do I get it? Send it to me. Give it to me. All the DJs, you know, because it was perfect. Mm -hmm. Like you said, DJ tool in a way. Like it was such so, such perfect tracks to be able to play as a DJ mm -hmm. and impress the crowd, impress other DJs, do dope tricks with, like, mix with other songs. Turbo versions. Yes, yes. <laughs> Big drums. And just like same. banging, like yeah. sounded so dope. And that was, what, 10 years ago. And like your guys' sound has just constantly grown and and just gotten better and better you know it's always been great but it's always it just keeps evolving i think and just the sound quality of like what you guys do and you can hear the growth within everything yeah because like, we we put we like we started that mission of like drop a song every friday for a year 
So at the wow, we so that like was getting your... better and better. Like, and people said, "What they gonna do next Friday?" So like, <laughs> we have a week to put a song out. And you did it every week for a year, yeah, like fifty-two yeah, songs. Yeah. It was yeah. like an exercise, like exercise every day working on the track. We started like, let's say on s Monday, and work on the track till till Friday. Uh, like, wow. Making the last minute, right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the artwork so the and everything, a hundred versions and stuff. Yeah, Crazy. yeah, wow. Yeah, but that was your way of getting. I mean, that's pre TikTok and the way people are like, I do something yeah, every yeah. day. Like this was the SoundCloud time, really, when SoundCloud and maybe Hype Machine or something. But like SoundCloud was really the way to find all these yeah. these tracks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so that helped build your guys' social media and kind of connect you with other artists, right? Like people like Diplo or different people that would hear you. Yeah, like actually, I met Diplo the first time he came to Brazil. Uh -huh. I met him in Rio and in like 2001, I guess. He was he was still like Holotronics. Yeah, wow. You know, yeah, oh yeah. At that yeah. time, I had his Holotronics like, vinyl. I would play the We played remixes. together in LA. Like we played a gig together, like a Nike event. Like, right. For like, like a soccer thing. And oh, I played wow. with him. He was like, he was opening for me. I was the Brazilian DJ yeah. for the soccer thing, you know, like and he was opening for me. <laughs> like, we became friends and like, and he gave support since day one, like him and a few other people. But like, I think like the biggest support we got was I came to the Red Bull Tree Style in Chicago mm -hmm. with the Brazilian crew. Right. I came with Nedu, mm. who's my buddy. Wow. He took second, I guess, second place or something. I was kind of like helping him, making edits on the fly. And yeah. Like I, I, a friend of mine, I borrowed like some turntables and put in my hotel room. Like we practice and, yeah. and help Nedu and stuff. And then I met everybody like. All the uh, DJs. Yeah, in the in the Red Bull Right in the in the three styles. Right so in like, that circle. I met of, for color there. Yeah, uh, of course. I met for the first time, uh, Jazzy Jeff there. Nice. Like we changed tracks, uh, headspin. Every, everyone was there. Yeah. Like, and and uh, after that, like I, we spread, like and exchange files and that's and, so and, cool. And uh, then the next year, on the, we started Tropicilla. We didn't have. The first three style I came this 2012, I guess. We started Tropicals right after. Right. We already making music together, but we didn't have. You didn't have the name and project. We didn't have any plans. Don't even the songs. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And like the next year was in Japan, I guess. Like at the finals, like it was like ten finalists. Yeah. Five or six used a song of us. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely a staple in a lot of the three style sets, I think, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's supposed to use Cuz I think I mean, that's the thing is that you guys are really dope producers, but you're DJs that and you understand the DJ mind state and mindset mm -hmm. and and what DJs need. And I think Exactly. That's that's why that's everyone, what we think to produce. Yeah. We always it's think, help us a lot to to make music too. To because be we, DJs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even produce, we were talking about this uh, yeah. 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because yeah, we've been in writing camps for, like, big mainstream yeah. acts. Right. And, like, we are the only DJs making music, like, like with a hip-hop background, turntable is. Right. And, like, with, like, yeah. state mind, like you said. Like, right, so like a lot. Between, like, a bunch of producers, we are the only, like, real DJs there. 
Right, exactly. And a lot of them, and even a lot of the bigger producers now will have a team or people helping to craft their song. Then they go, or they're the representative to go present it to the world. But you guys are actually working on every little piece of it. Yeah, like sometimes a bunch of people like making music and like the DJ like how we read people yes and uh, we know how this song gonna sound to a crowd better totally. th- sometimes better than a, just a musician or, right. or a producer yeah you know? yeah you have an extra knowledge of how it will sound and how you should even make it for djs to be able to play it you know because yeah, you know yeah, as yeah. a dj if it starts with some weird thing yeah, and you even can't the hear structure it. of the song we exactly. think about everything yeah wow before we we start a song and a, or an idea, we we work thinking about the crowd. We we're thinking about the DJs and stuff. If yeah, we like a bunch of times I, I ask Clouds, he shows yeah. something. Like, who do you think gonna play that? Right. Like we say the name. Ah, he's gonna play that. Like <laughs> say, like Skrillex would play that. Yeah, Skrillex would play that. Yeah. Like this and like a bunch of no this no this someone else like for a different different type of crowd or or, or DJ. Yeah. No, that's a good way to look at it and and you guys have the power, you know, and the knowledge like to to approach it like that. Um and so when you start a production, do you think about it right away of the DJ aspect? Um we start now? a little free at the beginning. Okay. Then but like let's say we we working on uh, Anita. Yeah. Anita's album. Right. Like we like think how this song gonna be for the dance scene, for the club scene, right? Like, and uh, like a, a bunch of different points of view, like where this song fits, you know, like right, yeah. And how did you link up with her at first? It's crazy. Like we played like a prom party <laughs> in Rio, yeah, and she was gonna play after us. Wow, we were already kind of like pumping. It was like two thousand. 17 or 16? 16. I think 16. 16. 16. Yeah. And we are on stage about to get in and someone came, oh, you guys have to leave. Anita going to perform now. You guys have to leave the stage. <laughs> what? I said, what? You got kicked I, off. I, I, I'm not going to leave. Like, I'm going to stay. Then the guy's <laughs> trying to convince us, okay, you pay me an extra 10K, then I leave. Then <laughs> then the guy, they, they, he had to pay. That's amazing, <laughs> really. Yes, that's, that's, yeah. a, that's yeah. great. It was a prom party, like good, uh, like, quick negotiation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> said, or we go, gonna leave and not come back. It was crazy, like wow. it was gangster. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And like she reached out the next day on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, I'm making a song, and I, I want I want you guys to make a beat like the like like the trap part. It was like a Vai Malandra, like a, a, a Bailey Funk song with like a like a breakdown, two like trap breaks. Okay. And uh, she changed the number. She showed up at the studio driving by, her, by herself the next next week. Wow. And like the song got really, really, really big, like number one in Brazil, like top twenty global. That's amazing. And for long time. Long time, yeah. And uh, then we start like relationship like she became right. friends and she collabed with uh, made a song for us the next summer like yeah a year after we made uh, bola rebola the one right. with jay balvin yeah and got really big like same thing again like 
number one in Brazil for a little while, for like a couple of months, and like global. That's amazing. Two, and then we here. Yeah. <laughs> After that, we signed like a, like a major deal. That led you to signing with yeah. Universal. Yeah. Um, and and having a real deal, and then having to put out a certain amount of songs or something. Yes. It was crazy because I always talk that like. We being independent, we still own our masters. That's great. All the beginning, all the like 60, 70 Tropicalist first songs. Wow. And when we like signed like a major and started like making like mainstream yeah. songs, we kind of like, we didn't, it's crazy, like it's complicated. It's good, but it's bad. And it's bad, but it's good. Really? You Why? I mean? How did it change because, things? Because like, we're running closer from our main audience anymore. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was like, sometimes when we, when you were underground, people love you. When you're mainstream, people hate you. Of course. You know, like, Always. So <laughs> we got a little distance from our main, like, where we started. Right. You know? But I feel like you guys have always remained true to your sound, you know, so... It's not like Somehow, you changed your yeah, sound yeah. at all. I mean, like these Bailey songs, we help to create the new Bailey funk crossover. Yeah, exactly. Trap. Right. We, we help to like an international to version of the Bailey funk. Yeah, because yeah. we're like hip hop producers, not Bailey producers. Right, exactly. You know, like, but like we yeah, created you, something. Right, like you were utilizing song. the Brazilian sound that was more known and you're incorporating it into your guys' mm -hmm, production. Yeah. Yeah. But to the people that were fans of you before, they liked you for the other stuff. At the same time, yes. The same time, like we started to make songs not depending on any MC or anything. We started like let's make like uh, electronic hip hop, right? Like the same way we flip beats on the MPC, but like yeah. modern with build ups, with banging drums. Oh yeah, like club songs, like the same way like uh, the drum and bass did before. Yeah, like, we we started like this. Without a plan, you know, right. like we don't need anyone, just us. Flipping yeah. samples, no rules, SoundCloud, and and it kind of like blew up. Yeah, we, we weren't expecting that, mm -hmm. you know. And then when you get to sign the label, sign to the label, you have to really think about what you're doing and use Clear, your time. Editing. And you have people asking you questions and and telling you to try to do things. Totally, totally. Yeah. Like we got rules, right? <laughs> got to follow. Yeah. <laughs> Follow the rules now. Now after like we had a uh, ten song, ten songs co uh, contract, mm -hmm. we drop all them and we are free to do anything we we want. Okay. Now and we still have like a major contract, but like we clearing everything and starting like making, going back to the roots, right? Our roots. I know you just did an EP with Marshmallow. Was that part of the deal too? No, that was, that was a different Marshmallow. Thing. Is a friend since the beginning. Too. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, we've been talking. Every time he comes to Brazil, he reach out and ask oh. for songs, right, and stuff. We come to the show, Dope. and uh, we started like, like collaborating, like like a year ago, little yeah, less, yeah. yeah, a little less, and he came with the idea. Yeah, he saw Mellow the, Killers. Yeah. yeah, he saw the Bailey Funk scene in Brazil when we played it there at the Rock and Roll. Mm -hmm. And uh, when he played it, a Bailey Funk song, the crowd went crazy and he saw how it works and he said, yo, this shit is crazy. We should make something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
but not like that, like that, but being us and being him. Right. Yeah. Like mixing the styles, but with the reference of the, the funk. That's right. what we did. We get the, all the underground MCs. We got a few producers to work with us, like underground from, from the, the body funk scene. Well, some and we made the, the holy P. Yeah, it's dope. I mean, it sounds very like underground too, in the way. Where that's, it, that's the idea. Yeah. Because yeah. I listened through it. I'm like, oh, this is different. You know, it was different than I thought. I thought maybe since it was with him, it might be more pop or accessible you know to like everybody but it sounded very like yeah uh, bro it's doing yeah it's doing, it's doing good that's great yeah like everyone's playing really yeah. oh dope yeah yeah in brazil it's doing really good that's great some songs yeah and i know you're up i you guys already won a latin grammy right uh-huh. so that's amazing congrats <laughs> and then you're be- going back again nominated for the planet hemp yeah my original songs. group and that's your original group from the 90s that you would yeah. be in and do scratches and yes. stuff like that right yes and it's dope i was listening to the songs like it's almost like planet rock kind of sound or something right like uh the, the like the Trop killers planet hemp collaboration is kind of like uh old school electro jam. i love it yeah. yeah it was so cool to listen to yeah it's a fun one and it's crazy because I'm like a former member since right. It's 94, such a full circle. 94, and we wow. played a festival together this year. Oh, you did? Planet Hemp and Tropicillas. That's so cool. Yeah, I played the whole dope. show. I started with the band that I used to be my band. Right. And 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 Laos came on stage and add on. Yeah, and like, the band like, the band played some of our songs and with like oh, drums that's and really guitars cool. and stuff. That was yeah, crazy. Yeah, and it's crazy. Like uh, I. I scratched the whole album. Yeah. And I made like a skit myself. And, oh, talk, nice. and and there's a version, the deluxe version, we have like three or four songs. Okay. So, and we are nominated for best rock album. You know? <laughs> you mean Planet Hemp? Is. Planet Hemp. But like yeah. we producers, like right. on a bunch of songs of the album. It's like, know? yeah, it's like you probably never thought you'd be nominated for best rock album when you started this project. Yeah. But. <laughs> and last year, like, we are nominated with Criolo, which like a Brazilian incredible MC. Wow. But like, oh, yeah, he flirts with uh, Afrobeats, with MPB, which like Brazilian popular music, with, yeah. like bands and jazzy stuff. Yeah. And we produced the whole album. Oh, okay. So it's like a very like, Different from uh, nothing to do with the, yeah, uh, what we do, like words. completely different world. Right, but that's also where s- your guys' DJ mind comes in. You're able to adapt and hear the quality within any genre, I think, and then put your own sound and spin on it. Um, I also saw you posted a little Instagram with uh, Mark E.M., are you doing some drum and bass stuff or yeah. something? Oh, yeah. oh man, he's so dope. I have his all, you know, his stuff on vinyl from the drum and bass oh, yeah? days. Like, oh, one of my favorite drum and bass songs. Uh, Mark is one of my best friends. Really, he's so. I I, I used to love watching him on Twitch during the pandemic. Uh-huh. I would watch his like room with the camera above, and he's yeah. spinning vinyl, and then he would do his influences, or he'd play the drum and bass, and. But he has that one song that's just a legendary drum and bass. I mean, he has a lot of them, but there's that one song where he samples the guitar. The Charger Band one? Charger Band. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this is a classic. Oh, my God. I used yeah. to go to raves. I would hear it, and it was just like. It's crazy because when I started to make beats, this was this was the first sample that I chopped up. 
Really? Oh, yeah. yeah, the first beat that I made was with the sample. That's so dope. Yeah. I want to hear that. I don't know why, but I always had the idea to 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 make a rap beat with that. Yeah, because it yeah, sounds dope. Because it works so good as the, drum and the bass. The market song was pretty big in Brazil. I'm sure like, in the it was radio big here. and all the stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean that was huge for him, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was, I remember when I heard when I heard like the the drum and bass version. I don't know what it was that, but I was a kid. Yeah, but like. When I started to make beats, I said, yo, I need to flip the sample, too. Yeah. To a hip-hop 12 years old? Yeah. 11? I don't know. Yeah. So how did you start? Like, how did you first get into making music? And yeah. wait, do you DJ also? Yeah. So what uh, what came first, production or DJ? Production. Production. Yeah, I, started, I started in hip-hop, like, on the graffiti scene. Okay. Yeah, I love graffiti, and I started to see, like, the graffitis on my city. And I say, yo, I love this thing. I don't know why, but I love this. Yeah. And I start to like listening to rap. There's a big group in Brazil, like legendary. It's called Racionais MCs. Okay. It's, it's kind of like, Brazil and WA public enemy. Oh, dope. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Huge. I had a CD from them. Uh-huh. And I say, yo, I love this thing. This what like this changes my life forever. And uh, I start to listening to rap like on the TV. There's a EO MTV raps in Brazil, mm-hmm. the Brazilian version. Right. And I used to, to buy the, the magazines and stuff, the graffiti magazines, and I started to see, like, all the the hip-hop history, like, in Brazil, yeah. how it happens and stuff. And when I was, like, 14, a friend, a skater, he showed me, he, he said to me, like, yo, you should make beats. Right. And he sent me a Fruit Loops link. And I said, yo, I don't know nothing about this thing. <laughs> and I just downloaded the program and started to, like, to go crazy in Fruit right, Loops. Right. Like, and I started to get some lessons from, like, another friend. He helped, helped me a lot. And uh, in a few days, I made my first beat. That's dope. Like, and I'm here till now. But, wow. Yeah, I'm always a, a big hit hip-hop fan like right even for the the graffiti scene the 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 right. hat and the the break everything right big hip-hop fan. all the elements yeah mm-hmm. oh that's so dope that and and it took you from from there to here and now you produce on ableton right yeah in ableton okay. i quit fl after like 12 years okay 10 years i don't know but do you ever incorporate fl into ableton or no? Like, like, do you ever use it for sounds or anything? Or you just from do... From FL? Yeah. Or you only Bro, do Ableton? The only thing that I miss from FL is, like, how to make drums. And the right. sound in FL Step is so much better. Or... I don't know why, but... Why is that? Yeah. Because a lot of why, hip-hop but... producers still use yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the sound is different. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, but it's heavier and it's crazy. Right. It punches a lot on FL. But, yeah. But I still want Ableton. It's so good. I sometimes you go back to the old sessions. Yeah, yeah. sometimes we have to to back it up to yeah, like, like the beginning. to get stems and stuff. I uh-huh. I gotta open my FL and <laughs> try to remember how to work there. I forgot everything. <laughs> right, I know almost sh- everything. Ninety percent I forgot, but I still can make a beat on the. NFL. Right. I guess that's what a lot of the Afro beats, like I'm a piano, is using, yeah, right? Yeah, that all log the drum and trap. They yeah. still working on FL. That's crazy. And then so so from there to now you guys are about to celebrate your 10-year anniversary. 
yeah. um, which is incredible. Congrats. And yes. you're going to, um, I know you were mentioning to me like an edit pack potentially putting out, but I know you're going to do some huge things to celebrate, you know, from shows to yeah. coming out with music. What, what are your plans around the 10 year anniversary? We have many plans. Like, <laughs> Can you say any of uh, them? Or yeah. No? <laughs> uh, the first, uh, we already dropped a few songs here and there. We dropped the, the, the Troy Boy collaboration, right. Sango. Yeah, the Troy yeah. Boy collaboration I was telling you earlier, so dope. I just feel like you guys are also from the same world, yeah. you know, but so different. But I was it was only a matter of time until you come together always, and make something dope. Always supporting each other since day one. Right. Too. And uh, Troy is like a, like a good friend. Nice. And we have a few songs, actually. We only yeah, have a bunch album. of them. We have like four yeah. or five songs together. Oh, great. Like this... And a few uh, this record was once. big. It's big because it's a big Brazilian sample from the seventies, mm. uh, from a Brazilian singer based in Japan since early six, since the late sixties. Wow. Actually, she crazy. called Sonia Rosa. Mm -hmm. She took Bossa Nova to Japan. You know, it's crazy. That like, is crazy. After yeah. we flipped the sample, right? Like I was looking how we. Do, do you think we can put this out? I'd like, uh, I didn't know a lot about. Right. When I Google Sonia Rosa, it came out like a name, DJ Taro, related searches. DJ oh. Taro is her son. No, wow. Yeah, that's like crazy. a DJ, like my age. No, like, really? Yeah, like a hip hop DJ from Japan. Wow. Born in Sao Paulo, moved to Japan. Like he doesn't speak Portuguese. And I look him, that's crazy. I, I found him. On Instagram first, like, 12 common friends. Japan is my favorite place. Oh, it's the best. The best. Yeah. So, like, 12 common friends. And I saw, like, some friends talking to him. I say, hey, can you guys introduce me? Like, write yeah. to him. Like, oh, my God. And they, like, a friend of mine, he wrote to him right after I had, like, like two hours after I had Taro's number. And yeah. I reached him out on Lime. Oh wow! They they use Lime there, you know, like the, yeah. instead of WhatsApp or iMessage, right? And like we talking and we send the tune, and he sent to his mom. <laughs> That's it's crazy. What did they think? They it was supposed to be, you know, right? Yeah. yeah. And did they love it, it? They love it, and we cleared the sample, and uh, and one thing happened. It was supposed to came out like a year ago. There was this producer Yoshiono. 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 Okay. Like the main anime like score like funky groove it's the biggest japan producer wow okay and and he 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 got ill and he got sick like really bad at the hospital for a year so oh, he no. couldn't sign to, oh, to approve God. he already listened and liked wow you know but like he he just luckily he he got better oh, good. And, like he authorized the song like a year after and 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 we put it out like it's a very special song called Chiamo. Like everybody knows what Chiamo means. Like Chiamo is like universal. Like okay. like Spanish, uh, Italian, Jetem, French, right. like Brazil. Like it's like a universal. Yeah, word. like I can understand. Or, yeah. yeah. So like we put this one out, and uh, now we planning like. Actually, we're just finishing mastering a 10 songs reworks from the classic Trap Killers. All the, the classic first, Trap Killers redone. Yeah, yeah Boa Noite, yeah. Mambo, Hide a Hole, all the classics. Man, all the classics. Oh, man. 
the best. Yeah, but like new versions. Oh, like, I can't oh. wait to hear. Yeah, I, I hook you up. Hook okay, you please. <laughs> Thank you. I'll send you the link. <laughs> and we work. People notice we drop a song called São Paulo mm-hmm. at the São Paulo anniversary. Okay. A song called Rio de Janeiro. Oh yeah, with Sango. Okay. We have a Miami song. We have an LA song. Oh. And we have a Kingston song. It's like five. Five cities, yeah. EP. That's great. Like with, with crazy collapse, too. All, all of them. That's amazing. You know? We're putting this EP out and working on a big record with like a bunch of like mainstream, like Like another, like an album. Yeah, an album. Yeah. yeah oh, that's, that's what dope. I've been doing like for a while. Wow. Working that. That's great. Yeah. So that's so many stuff. And now yeah. we're back in the US, like playing shows after a few years. We back playing show like we renew our like work visa right because the perform. pandemic slowed everything down yeah yeah, yeah. okay like we stay quiet yeah yeah and you're back here in LA um, doing like studio sessions and stuff all the time a lot yeah like every day that's yeah. so dope and you're working I mean I saw you working with sure. can I mean we can talk about it right like Stargate and dope you know top level producers and. At their studio and stuff. Yeah, Stargate, like, Thor and Mikael's, like, they're brothers now. Yeah, that's great. They came great. to Brazil for the first time with the Coldplay oh. at the beginning of the year. Okay. And uh, we linked, and they came to the studio. Then they came again. We came here. We worked. They ha- they helped. They're, they're our sponsors now. That's dope. For the yeah. visa. Yeah. yeah. They're, like, we working with them, making a bunch of songs. We put that Doeshi song, right? Yeah, the the new I didn't Dolce realize you guys song. produced that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. booty drop. drop. Yeah, it was yeah. like on the New Music Friday. Like I think it was the first the top song. One. Yeah, it was yeah. the top one. I yeah. was like, damn, because yeah. I remember like I DJ the spot on Thursdays, and all the music comes out at like nine p.m. because it's midnight East Coast, and so I always check it like right away, so I get the songs before I go DJ. And I saw it was a number one, and I'm like, this is pretty dope. I downloaded it, but I didn't realize you guys produced yeah. it until today yeah, yeah, yeah. when I was looking it up. Yeah, that's yeah, that really cool. So you produced yeah. that with them? Yeah. 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 Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. It's cool. And we've been. It's crazy. Like we're talking about uh, Dr. Dre and the West Coast. Yeah. In the beginning. Yeah. For one of the first times in LA riding, mm-hmm. we met them joints. You know them joints. I think so. He's like Dr. Dre's main producer. One of like Dr. Dre's. Right. Like from Dre's team. Right. Know? Like they have a, like I had DJ Khalil on here uh, a yeah, couple yeah, months yeah, ago, yeah. They and he's together. like one of them. Yeah, they yeah. worked yeah. together. DJ yeah. Khalil was legend too. Legend. Yeah. Insane. He his episode was dope because he was. Just showing me how he's using Serato stems, and he's like, I have infinite breaks now. He's like, any funk song, any song I used to, even songs I sampled, like now I can take their drums. I can go back through and retake all my old samples, and I run it through Serato stems, and I take that, and I take the drums, and I beef them up. And I mean, it's it's mind blowing yeah, what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, so he's sorry doing. to go off topic, but yeah, no, but that's no. yeah, <laughs> the same <he's>, topic. <laughs> it's a good idea to like now you can have stems or everything. Right, right. The and best. so and it's getting better every day. Right? Yeah. And to hear someone like Khalil who's working with Dr. Dre and is yeah. like such a dope producer. Um yeah. Okay, sorry. So you so them we, so them we joints. Met them joints. Okay. Uh, and we became like a big friend. Yeah. And like every time we come to LA we go visit, make beats, make, oh, dope. make stuff. 
and um, we one day we were there at the at at Dr. Dre's studio. Record one. Record, yeah. Oh wow! And like there was like crazy people like coming uh, and, and louds. I think the man is coming. <laughs> And he came like a to storm for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> you feel it in the air. Yeah, yeah. And Dr. Dre showed up at the studio. Oh my god! Yeah. When was, was this? Like a couple of years. Yeah, oh, okay. I think it was 2016 or 17. That's no, so cool. No more. I don't think so. Yeah. And so he came in, and and you guys got to meet him and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah just and say like hi. His, and his name right. is yeah, Andre. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, we got the same like, name. What's your yes. name? Andre, oh Andre, like me, you yes. gave him a hug. Louds oh. couldn't walk after, like I'm so nervous, you know. Oh like, yeah. he's my biggest idol ever. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. he's and an like, icon. Uh, we link. We got like really solid with uh, them joints, mm -hmm. and we made a few songs. One became like a really massive K-pop hit. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen you guys are doing K-pop stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they like. They like everything. They like modern stuff, and they have like their own. They really like everything. It's crazy. It's almost how like the whole world is now putting together, all like into each other's music. Mm -hmm. But then they take all of it and mush it all together into yeah. like one thing. And it was it's so interesting because they have obviously such a big hip hop influence in mm -hmm. K pop, yeah, but also 100%. dance. But then seeing now the Brazilian sound in there, and then mm -hmm. it's the Korean artists, and it's such a crazy connection of everything. Yeah, then we made this first actually like a little before uh, La Lisa. Uh -huh. um, she's Blackpink. She, yeah, she's yeah. from Blackpink. Yeah, okay. Like, like the producer, like he used like a main melody loop from our splice pack. Oh, okay. So and like, how does that work? Is it just you already sold it, so you don't get anything from free. it? Like we yeah, get royalties from every download. Like or every or every you get hit. royalties from every time someone downloads it from Splice, but if yeah. he uses it and it becomes a hit song, no, you don't no, get any royalty. No, no. no, that's interesting. Yeah, is that but good like or one bad? Thing, one thing <laughs> yeah. was good because we had the first Brazilian pack on Splice. Oh, the first, and ever. now it's like huge. I mean, Brazilian music has always been here, and like you said, even with Holotronics, and I remember all the sound. And it was so big 15 years ago, I feel like, um, mm -hmm. the ballet funk. But then now it's almost back again in, in the same way. And it's, but now it's spreading in mainstream music mainstream. all over. Yeah. And it's it Super was Bowl. underground. <laughs> it was underground on the blog scene. Yes, exactly. The blog, like yeah. as a DJ, we would hear Everybody it. Everybody play ballet mashups. Right. And mix it with be more music and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But now it's like made its way into mainstream music. Rihanna, Rihanna, I mean, Rihanna with Bowl. Clean, right? In the yeah. Super Bowl. You guys are connected to him too clean, right clean yeah. is our kid yeah. yeah yeah he's at our house right now he is in brazil oh okay because yeah. he's from a, like a 20,000 people city from bahia in the oh so he brazil. comes to your house stays we, we, there. we brought him to sao paulo like okay so he's there like taking care of him that's cool yeah i mean his mind must have been blown <laughs> yeah when he saw insane. that and same with you and everybody insane. but for him to be from such a small place and he's yeah. much younger right yeah he's 20 okay 21, 20. I don't know. Yeah, uh, something yeah like 21, that. Yeah. 22. Oh, my yeah. God. That's amazing. That's so cool to see, though. Like, how does that make you feel to see it's being big in K-pop and Rihanna using it and being in more mainstream kind of music? Yeah, the the thing I, I, I was talking with Louds, I think, like, the last three years, we found our own sound. 
to make any type of music. Trap killers. Yeah, like to yeah. make K-pop, pop, trap. But Bailey. still keep true to your like sound and give your signature sound. sound. Yeah, with the signature like right. drums, the way we make melodies, like synth sounds, flipping That's samples. That's interesting. Yeah, we 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 got our sound. Now. How are you able to describe that sound, or how you got to that point, or what the sound would be? We kind of it's similar from the beginning, but like evolve like like technical parts and mm. like getting better with sound designing right you know and uh and like always like banging drums right every time and like i think i can you describe a little bit like how do yeah, how it's your like <clears throat> it's like he said we always trying to get something new and bring something new to our music yeah and uh in the 10 years we find some some ways to to being us like to be trap killers we have our like signature sounds like and uh the snares the kicks and all the drums yeah i think the the main thing in our music is the drums like yeah yeah the shit is banging and stuff right like that's our main thing do yep. you even the melodies like doing weird stuff right weird percussions and all this kind of stuff that's yeah. what we love to make and make us like unique. Yeah, yeah. But, but going agree. back to the splice topic. Oh I yeah. Mean, you were asking if it was good. It was good to make every producer trying to make Brazilian beats we're using our packs. Because then if they even wanna... like on Travis Scott Travis Scott record, there's loud yeah. voice vocals on it. On which song. one? The newest one? Nah, no, no, the, the the other one uh, with MIA, I think. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's like something little. One hundred percent, he chopped it from right. Or How crazy thing. is that for you to hear? <laughs> yeah, You're it's like, crazy. Oh, but here, like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so, like, all the producers, like, they're looking at the packages, like, like the sound, uh, the sound pack. But there's but not a Bailey Funk song no, or nothing. No, it's just no, it's a just regular like trap song. But, he's, but, but he, he took the, the chant. The chant, uh, yeah. The chant yeah. is like Loud's voice. Okay, yeah. A little like chant, but you can rock, right, recognize. Yeah. So like. All the producers uh, started like knowing us, right? Because of these packs, we got okay. to now like they're yeah, know, like, yeah. So it was good, yeah, yeah. Because then they know if they want to collaborate with someone that has that sound, they'll come to you. Or if someone yeah, wants yeah. someone to produce that sound, they come to you because you're like the kings of it, you know. And then yeah. and I true true to the universe, like yeah. I say, like like Laliza, like from Blackpink, is using like a melody. Use us. Like right. we can make original stuff, not not the splice. Right. And like a few months after we made the NCT like original, right after we make now the the TXT TXT. Okay. Uh, and they presented on the VMA. Yeah. Yeah, we made the, the TXT with Ryan Tedler. Oh, dope. Yeah. Okay. And tomorrow we gonna have a new one coming. Yeah. A like, K-pop like song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so like <laughs> we like establish in the That's K-pop scene. Great. You know? It's still like being the same guys. Right, you don't made, have to like, change your sound. Because I know a lot of people that go produce out there, and but they're like not themselves. They just do whatever they need. We to don't hear. change. I know. That's the point. That's great. We don't want to change. Like right to like to like a different artist. We're still gonna be like who who did that like very easily. It was Neptunes. 
Oh yeah, they could produce anyone, anyone, they any use, genre, any yeah. s- tempo, BPM, same sound, same, same sound, sound but like right. different tempos. But it could be a dance. It could be signature. slow. It could be fast. It could yeah. be yeah. You're and right. I think we we got close to that. You're right, and like to banging fi- drums to find like our own sound. That's true. Like for like to produce like a rock group, a K-pop, like a, a house beat, anything. Yeah. You know, how do you um, approach? either a remix or an original song when you start working on it now? Are the drums first, or is there a, any formula? No, depends. I don't think we have a formula. No formula. Like, it depends on the flow. Right. Sometimes we start on the drums, sometimes we start with the melody, sometimes yeah. we start uh, with the vocals. We mostly never use any element of the song. Yeah. Like just a cappella. Right, and then you just do your whole own beat from there. yeah. yeah. Like a good one was the Bobby Marley, like jamming remix we made. Oh yeah! Oh, I forgot about that. That one was so dope. I have that in my computer. I think uh, that was dope. Yeah, because uh, I talked with the Marleys on That's the amazing. video, like legendary, Adela, <laughs> and um, we have a swap <laughs> for the for the record for our. Record. Oh, so like you do this for them and they do that for you. The, they promise. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> right, you know, it's like, on the way. We have. <laughs> yeah, like, I talked to them, and uh, we have the numbers and they right. the remix. They shot the video with uh, Tiwa, Tiwa oh, Savage. Wow. Oh yeah. yeah, oh she's so dope. She dope. Afro beats. Yeah, yeah. So we on the vi- we on the YouTube channel. Bob Marley's YouTube channel. Like me allows. Crazy. How crazy makes that? your life. Never gonna imagine that. Like <laughs> exactly. my whole life. Yeah, you know, like so. And uh, so we made a few classics, like we made the Billy Idol remix. Oh, uh, yeah. Eyes Without a Face. I don't know if I heard that one. Yeah, it's official. Really? Yeah. You need to get that. Yeah. Someone asked me to play it recently. I played the original. I would have played your This guys. is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to find it. Made a Lenny Kravitz remix. Made our officials. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. So how did these come about? Oh, that's dope. Did you guys um, seek People it out, or out. they come to you? They come to us. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah, and it's crazy. And uh, Sting and Shaggy. Wow. Yeah, uh, some big remixes. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. great. And how do you decide who? You obviously are very good at collaborating with each other, but also with other artists. Like, how do you decide? Who you're going to collaborate with? Not necessarily those remixes when they reach out, but if uh-huh. you guys want to work with artists um are do you reach out to them or are you very picky so, with who you d- collaborate we, with we like to become friends before yeah you know like somehow we're gonna like eventually like it's like we met most of the people who we love yeah know? and like let's say we love kaitranada right but like we never met, so like I'm not gonna like send him a mail. But I think I don't think he collabs, right? With DJs, I don't not know. Very, not that much. Uh, that much seems right? like he'll do stuff with a rapper or somebody else. But uh, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know yeah. for sure. But like we just like we put on a board. <laughs> yeah. Write the name. Some possible. We have like a like a board in the studio. Right. With possible songs and stuff, and we wait till it happens. You know, like yeah. We don't go, we don't look, you know, unless we like really friends. Right, right. That makes sense. That's, that's great. And so, um, what are you guys working on like right now? I know you said you, you're working on the, are you doing anything else basically besides the 10 year, um, 
pack. The tenure pack, basically. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. The, is that the your main focus right now? The is ready, mastering, getting everything cleared. Right. Like the plan to release is like October 10, 10, 10, 10 songs. Oh, dope. That's perfect. Yeah. Then there we finishing the locations EP. And the main focus is the record now, the full album. Wow, that's like a lot. My gosh. So you got the 10 pack, the EP, and then the actual full yeah, album. Yeah, that's and an album things. just for Brazil. An album just for Brazil. Yeah, all Portuguese. Oh, okay. Yeah, like for local, like the scene is really strong. And so you, it'll still be available everywhere else, but yeah, you're saying it's yeah, made to be yeah, like the biggest Portuguese there. songs. Yeah. Yeah. But like we have songs like Mix, and, and, and the record has people like from all over, like from India, Jamaica, Africa, wow. Europe, uh, has like many like collabs. Is it, is it, is there something like different about working with different people from, different parts of the world like um is the collaboration process different for different areas we like or? to meet people okay yeah most collabs we, we, we you do in we, person yeah, yeah oh okay yeah. most of these collabs we know each other yeah, in yeah, person. so either you go there they come to brazil yeah, or here link in LA up. is a good place to meet because everybody comes to la to work on music yeah yeah. yeah we met a bunch of people here oh that's dope yeah, yeah that's yeah. really cool and um and how did the like pandemic what happened during that time like i know you were you were saying you were you did a twitch show that twitch for a year had you guys on there crazy uh, right at the beginning of pandemic we moved from like a small apartment to a big house okay it was crazy like you mean um, right before the pandemic like 2 weeks before oh my god and then pandemic came no shows no no gigs and you have this huge house huge so you guys have a house together now we have a house here and we have a house in sao paulo oh like a studio oh it's our office and studio and everything oh you guys don't live there no no no, i get it okay the house here that's like we right but in but in 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 brazil Brazil, it's it's our office and office studio yeah yeah killers headquarters yeah exactly Yeah, yeah exactly and uh, we moved to this big house, and we have to pay the bills. Right. And no gigs. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, crazy. I know. Like, like, right after, like, I don't know how, like, but God's good. Yeah. <laughs> it came, like, at the Twitch sponsorship. Oh, wow. Like, like everybody starts streaming, and the, the house became, like, a big broadcasting, like, place. Like, everything. Like, cameras all over this at the mini, like in right. every room, cameras all over. That's dope. I started like streaming in uh, in the house, like almost every day, every day, pretty wow. much. And uh, I I was streaming myself solo right. in my house. Yeah, I all watched the you time. a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun. It was like a crazy experience, you know. Yeah, like, you know, like it was really good actually, like to learn to reconnect me and Louds. You know, like, because yeah. we've been touring a lot and, like, sometimes, like, relationship wasn't the best anymore. Like, at some point, you know, like, too Like, much. you're together too much yeah. and you just get annoyed like, with each closer. other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, we got closer. That's cool. And, like, we have, like, um, in the beginning could say, like, a little, like, father, but, like, now we like brothers. Okay. You know, like, sometimes he, he put me in the ground. Zach, come on. And I said, no, Louds, don't trip. You know, like, we like, 
Yes. Like a good balance. You know? Right. Like if your brain is going crazy, he can relax you or yeah, back and forth. Yeah, or all the, mostly that. <laughs> that you're <laughs> going crazy me. and he relaxes. You seem way more chill, but no. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, you got the West Coast chill vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally uh, sober. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, I wondered. I'm like, because you guys are so creative. I'm like, I wonder if they just smoke a ton of weed and then <laughs> make all these beats or if they're just sober and in tune with 100%, the creativity. Yeah. I don't drink. I don't smoke. Never That's, drink. Yeah. Never. Never. That's so crazy. And so. Um, I do for him. Yes. You just do double. That's. <laughs> so. So. And how come? Like, you just don't want to or? Yeah, I don't want to. And, like, I think it's, that that's not for me. Right. You know? It like, doesn't change for him. He gets in uh, natu his natural high. Yeah. Like, we, like, let's say, like, we, like, in a club, partying, like, DJing. He's having fun. He's right. Like, like, you never feel the pressure to drink? No, nah, hell no. Not at all. No. That's, that's great. That's amazing. I, I feel like a lot of the younger generation does. Some do, but a lot of people, a lot of them don't want to drink or care. You know, they don't need it as much. I feel like it yeah. was ingrained in like the older people. It's like you gotta have a drink or do a shot. You know. Yeah. Um. That's that's interesting. That's really cool. I mean, it definitely shows that you don't need it. Obviously, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I had someone on last week, and he was telling me the same thing. He's like. I want the music to pass through me and everyone to have fun. He's like, I feel like the bus driver. And if the bus driver is drunk, then, you know, I have to drive everybody here. You know, I was like, oh, it's kind of a good That's way a to good think point. about it. Yeah. yeah like point. he's like, I'm the one in control. Why would I be so drunk and out of it? You know, especially with the live shows. Like, how did you guys figure out, you know, coming from the world we come from and, and the DJ world and stuff? How did you figure out what your live show would be? We try to make as more original as possible. Right. Like play our own stuff or our versions for everything. Yes. And like we've been doing like two by four turntables all the time. Right. But like I'm really thinking about we gotta like to play in clubs. We gotta learn like different formats, like play like on CDJs, like a, like one setup for both of us because it's it's impossible. Do you do that now or no? We've been. Uh, I don't know how to play like on like. We never play like a CDJ one set like together. How? What's your setup? Like, four turntables. Four turntables. Wow. Four mixers. Four yeah. turntables. Serato. S11s. Four okay. turntables. Always. 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 Okay. I saw the artwork of the Mellow Killers had you guys with the laptops, and I was thinking, oh, I wonder if that's Serato, you know. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It Serato, like, we love Serato. Like, I, I want, I, if I go, if I start playing on CDJs, I always still want to use Serato. Yeah, that's what I do. I, I use CDJs in Vegas and a lot of places and use Serato still, especially with having stems now. It's like yeah. next level. You can do so many things live. Like you have your own library, like the way we used to, like for right. many years. yes our crates and stuff you know right yeah i saw like some like friends like sk a track yeah using, like record box with no laptops right uh it's definitely been a big trend of a lot of people who were big on serato and the hip-hop djs moving on to just the sticks you know and just record box and i don't know if i would perform like uh i think there's Good and bad, right? There's positive and negative because there's the um, 
some of the positive part is like you remember DJing with vinyl and it's like that where you just have your crate and you put the songs on and you you're doing it and it's you're not so in the computer yeah, I don't forever. like I don't like watching the computer I know so it's I hate stands yeah right right I never so use keep stands. It. yeah me either I just kind of keep it there to the right like on the side but so I think there's some of that but there's a good point because like I love I still play vinyl right like I love playing my seven inches and stuff yeah because it's it's not heavy I know. easy to carry it's cool yes uh, like like the sound so like, I've been playing like vinyl sets uh, like solo dope. mostly yeah a bunch for fun that's great and like the stick is like I just like I'm playing vinyl let's say that's you know, what like, it feels like a little bit you know you're still on digital and you have sync and you can do so many things and you have to look at a little screen but. It's, um, I don't know, it does give an element of when you're playing vinyl in the way where you just have your songs and you let them play out and you're more with the, once you get it going, you're just with the crowd. You're not like looking at your computer and mm -hmm. worrying about it. Not I've, too good for doubling? Uh, I know, it's hard. I mean, there's only so much you can do on the on the CDJs as far, I mean, there's some DJs that can go crazy and sound like they're on vinyl, but it's definitely, you have to think a bit more. It's hard. I like the Rev 7 controller. That one is pretty dope. I yeah, don't know if you tried yeah, that, but yeah, it feels like you're on vinyl. Um, should be like, should have on every club. would be great. <laughs> I know. I agree. I mean, uh, have you ever run into problems like getting the equipment, like traveling the world and trying to get four turntables and s Always. It's probably really All hard. The time. Always. <laughs> right? Because they probably uh, don't even understand. After phase, we can get shitty turntables. Now it doesn't matter. Because you, before, when you had shitty If turntables, it's it bad. Yeah. You're good. You could put on a, fan, a ceiling fan or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always say that. Put on a pizza and just DJ. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I know. It's... Um, Yeah, we got to places, let's say, like in Europe, right? Like years ago, like four turntables. There's no way, no, none working, <laughs> zero work. Right? Oh, like internal mode, two guys playing on internal mode with four turntables. Right. That's part of the it reason sucks. why I go to CDJs too, because in you kind of know they're gonna work better. In Brazil, in Rio, like they brought like six turntables. Like we're gonna use four. Right. Oh, just one working. Oh God! Like before, the hard before part. phase. You That's know, the like. hard part. <laughs> well, and then the new Pioneer, the Cross 12 turntable is pretty dope. I mean, once yeah. they start having those, that's going to be great because you play vinyl and it controls digital. That's oh, dope. Fire. Yeah, it's amazing. And then it has this center piece thing that you push down, and it even will flatten your records if they're warped. So because you screw it down, and it makes the the vinyl flat too. It's like really dope. <laughs> and has nice. all the cue points on it. Yeah, I want to see. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you're gonna love it. I think. Um, so and like, w is there a big difference of playing shows in Brazil versus everywhere else? Yeah, Brazil is wild. Yeah, yeah. Fun. Yeah, depends. There's some cities more. Some cities like one of the best places for sure. Home. Yeah. You know, like well, we don't play many you, shows sure. all the time. Yeah. You know, like we play like some. Let's say São Paulo. We play like. Three times a year, four times a year. Yeah. As drop kilos. I play right. like solo gigs here and there. Yeah. Yeah. But like Rio, it's crazy. It's really One good. of the best places we play. We play all the time. Right. Brasilia, which is the capital, is okay. like a dope place to perform. People like such a good crowd. 
Right. Because Brazil is like big, like and we yeah, played carnival, carnival right. like we like the last three years, except for one year, except for twenty one. Right. Yeah. Pandemic. Yeah, we played at a carnival in Salvador with the major laser sound system. Oh yeah. It's like a parade up on a. It's called Trio Eletrico. It's like a bus with a, like oh. the sound system, like so cool. a million people around. Oh my god! Like it's, That's it's insane. Insane. It's the yeah. craziest experience ever. Like I mean, the music culture there is just so strong. You know, everybody yeah. just. I feel like it's just within everybody's soul. You know, like it's so musical out there, right? Yeah, like, like many styles too. Yeah, many styles, like all over the place. Totally. Is there any uh, any Brazilian facts that we might not know that you guys know? <laughs> <laughs> any special things we should know about? <laughs> It's always like changing, like like even, I mean, uh, Bailey Funk grew up a lot, and like we got like people worldwide they don't they know like the but like underground there it's crazy like so many styles that never gonna come to the rest of the world just never it's yeah, just huge yeah, there yeah. even like yeah, yeah when we recorded the videos for the mellow killers project like sao right. paulo is insane now it used to be real stronger but like sao paulo scene is really 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 strong wow and like it was crazy like I came to see Vor. Do you know this kid, Vor? Yeah, like V-H-O-O-R. Yeah, last yeah week I here. buy his stuff on Bandcamp. So last good. week here in L.A., yeah. crazy scene. Mm. A crazy scene. Like, people like fans. Really? Yeah, like Yeah, crazy. his stuff is dope. I found him during the pandemic, I think, and I would just buy whatever he put out on Bandcamp. And, yeah, uh, he's dope he, beats. He's he, 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 dope. Yeah. He's dope. But it's crazy to see, like, it's like an underground kid from center of Brazil. Yeah. And like he's here and everybody up, loves like, him. And touring like America and like in in LA like a local scene like right. Like fans, you know, yeah. like crazy like he's underground there but like like the, the, this I don't know the name of the venue. It's uh the Catch one. Oh yeah. I think it's in downtown. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. It's cool. It has all the rooms. Yeah. So the sound many. system is insane. Yeah. 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 And it has that one main room and then a bunch yeah, of side yeah, rooms. And yeah, it's kind something, of out. Something new going on. Like yeah. With the, not like like producer songs. You know, okay. Not like like MCs, like by the, like the same way we started. Right. The new generation like blowing up. It's, That's why I feel like it's coming back in a different way. But now we have social media so strong that it has a different, yeah. you know, it. Do you think that it will um, really cross over, like into the mainstream? I think so. Yeah, I think the next step gonna be like a major, like something like I don't want to say the names, right? <laughs> Just to get lucky. You yeah, know? but like to like a top three, right? Like singer, like record on like Brazilian beats. Yeah, and like. And then that will create all the other yeah, people yeah. to want to have that sound. Like it was with the uh, reggaeton. Yes. Same thing. Right. Yeah, like, because the beats. We can and how Afrobeats is starting, yeah, you know, Afro the Rema, too. like, calm down, you know, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. That's now it's on the radio every day. My son, my wife, Rihanna they know it. did on the Super Bowl something never seen before. Right. Because that was the By only. By using the clean. Yeah. Remix. It was the only 
remix on her set. And it's the Super Bowl. So it's like people in Kansas City, you know, and they're like, hey, what's the sound? You know, like they don't, it was every kind of person in America. It changed the game. It really did. It changed the game. It was a game changer indeed. Yeah. That's amazing. That day. Yeah. Right. It's new. It's the, it was like a new beginning. Right. And I think it it also made all the DJs happy, you know, because instantly next morning, so many edits of that. Yeah. The Rihanna Super Bowl clean remix. Everyone was asking, where is that song? Where do we get it? It was like they needed it, you know. That's how we yeah. met the Stargate guys after. Right oh, after. really? Yeah. Was from that. Yeah, like they, I was talking with Anita uh-huh. and she thought it was us. I said, no, it's my, it's our kids. Yeah. Clean. And like uh, Thor going to reach you out about that. Oh. That's, that's okay. And I actually like before, the guys, the Rihanna management, yeah. reach out clean, like four or five guys. And he doesn't speak English at all. He didn't have a management or anything. And he so they're for, writing him on he, Instagram? He, yeah, and he asked for help oh. uh, for me. <laughs> He's like, what's happening? What oh, they're they going to sue me. <laughs> oh, wow. He thought they were mad. They, Give me that remix here. Right. Shut up, kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's crazy. So do you have other artists um, that you – like is he signed to you like as a management he, he, he's he's on on our like our your office. label or your yeah, your office yeah, yeah, or yeah, your the same the same company company same yeah. company yeah and but we've been supporting him because he won we're talking about twitch yeah he won the beach battle on twitch that you guys did yeah we yeah. drew like and that's how you met two him or three yeah that's yeah. amazing yeah and we've been like schooling him and helping him like before yeah and uh and oh wow playing, yeah do you have other artists that you work with like that at the moment no oh, at like, the moment, we no. always like exchanging with like uh, with the locals artists yeah. right yeah i mean the gcaps kids are really good dcap gcaps oh oh gcaps yeah they they drop some stuff oh okay i gotta hear I action, they put out stuff i'm not sure but yeah they they doing really great Nice. Yeah. yeah. like the and Vor. Right. Vor is really good. Enough enough bunch more like There's so many Brazilian type artists. I mean cuz even in the house music scene, I mean, right? Some of the biggest like A Lok and Yeah, uh, Moshak, yeah, yeah. vintage culture, Moshak. Moshak. Yeah. They're all like the most popular people right now, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, they are pretty big. And they're remixing cool tracks or put, making funky mm-hmm. funky songs that sort yeah, of crossover. Yeah, I really over. like Yeah, he's cool. Like he just seems like a cool guy. And then fun. But his beats are different. Like, I just watched his live set from, where was it, Barcelona or something? or And they were showing it on the Beatport Twitch, actually, and I just had it on the background. And it was cool to hear, like... The beat, it wasn't just, you yeah, know, it was yeah. like he had like almost like electro sounding beats, like how you had with the Planet he, Hemp he, remix. He, he played, uh, when he played, like, the first video I saw from him was like a, he played a Black Star song. Right. Like a Mos Def. Yes. On the set. I said, no, he got my respect. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, I think I saw that too. Yeah. He got my attention there. Right, right. You know? Yeah. Because he seems like a young guy that like knows what's up and he's like, doing house music and you know diplo likes him and all that stuff but yeah. he's kind of has his hand in in different genres too yeah that's cool and so like you know like we said you've been doing this 10 years and your sound has evolved like how do you think that um 
your sound and also just the d- sound of dance music has changed in the past 10 years? Yeah, it's some. It's like cycles, right? Yeah, like, it's always like I think like we a lot of stuff's coming back that we were yeah. seeing yeah. 15 years ago and stuff too, right? Yeah, there ago. was like I mean maybe 2014, 15 was super heavy EDM. Yeah, now it's not anymore. Right and now it's like, just like house music, like yeah, and like a, it's a big. We always been a big big mix. Yeah, what we do always, always right. Like we ne- we haven't changed that much. Yeah, yeah. you've just gotten better. <laughs> you've so. always been great, but I mean, I just the so. sound quality and and like you said, just creating your own sound and now being able to produce for people and they don't even know that you're the producer until later. You know, um, I asked some questions or I asked online if anybody had questions, and a couple people wrote in. Um, Miss DJ Bliss wrote, "Will there be more future collabs with Anita?" Yes. Okay. I have a few. Okay. Good to <laughs> <For> know. Sure. <laughs> and uh, Sophie Nam. Well, we kind of already talked about this. She said, "I'd love to hear you guys talk about Funky Worm." Yeah. I mean, oh, that's where when we were no fear of yeah, anything of anything. <laughs> and did that come from your West Coast influence in a way yeah, too? Yeah, knowing yeah, that yeah. song and saying we got to remix this yeah. and do our own thing. Yeah. Like I bought the first. I was in LA in the late '80s. Yeah. Like skateboarding at the right. time. And I bought the first NWA record oh. with the dope man, Eight Ball on the other side. That's Panic crazy. Zone. Oh my God! And yeah. Like I always had like I gonna flip this someday, you know, right? Like, and we made it. <laughs> oh, that's so dope. Uh, let's see, we got another one. Edward um, EHDZ eighty nine. Uh, he asked, "When are you releasing the remix for Better Things?" Espa. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> all right well then when you massive. hear this it's already Mass. out massive. Yeah. hopes yeah we're gonna be massive okay they're dope. big i didn't know that much about them yeah, yeah me either they're okay well crazy, edward's yeah. looking forward to it right here so, yeah. <laughs> so <you know. laughs> he's gonna listen yeah. 20 times um amazing i mean is there any other things that um you guys you know, I think are important to discuss maybe that other people, younger DJs or, or anybody DJs or producers listening could learn from or things that you've learned over time that you think you could pass on to them. I think the, we all know that in any art form, just be original. You yeah. Know, you get influence. Don't be, f- don't be afraid of don't be different. Nobody. Yeah. Don't be afraid of be g- being different. Yeah. You know, right. just because if you're following you're always going to be behind, you know, yeah. like, yeah, if like sometimes when true. you go different, your life changes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. What about like, um, memorable, like either gigs or studio sessions? Like, do you have any ones that stand out in your mind as like, Oh my God, this was life changing or legendary, or I can't believe this is happening. You've said some of them, of course, with Dr. Yeah, Dre yeah, and all the that. Dr. Dre was like, was that crazy big? because, that's how I started. That's la- how Louds started. Like right. we were in Doctor Ray's studio, oh and my he God. was there, Unreal. like welcome guy. Okay. Like I'm yeah. happy you guys being here. Right. I was I never gonna imagine something no. like that in my right whole life. Yeah. But like the thing is, like we started with no compromise. I already had bands and everything, and like 
it just happened. I didn't have any master plan. Right. I had like a record before with like Sam, my partner on NASA. We right. had tracks with Kanye West, with this. Yeah, with I remember. It was like, I used to play a Steve Aoki remix of yeah, uh, like the gifted. Kanye. Yeah, yeah Gifted. Yeah, that, I'd play that in Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> it was all, It always like worked. Yeah, and like it was a big, like we thought like NASA gonna be like the next Daft Punk. Right. So much money involved, like like superstar collaborations, like, yeah. like a millionaire project. Right. And Trap Killers was like a cheap, zero cost, just FL, like me and Louds making beats with no ambition. Right. And we blew up crazy. But you never know, you follow your soul, your passion, yeah. and then that's what will lead to the success, I think. So like, just do your thing, you know, be original, trust, never give up. Yeah. You know? I'm 54 now. I feel like I'm just getting started. That's so amazing to hear, honestly. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. And and just the new school and old school together, I think, just creates such a magical thing. Yeah. You know? yeah that's different. the main thing for and, us. and it's almost like you ha- are young and have elements of a mind of an older person. And yeah. you're so... Uh, respectful or understanding of old school and you're on the other side where you're older but you're still in touch with the younger and it's such an amazing combination yeah i've seen like a bunch of djs and producers from my generation like they're hating the new school right why that's no sense that what keeps me younger and involved is like the exchange i learned yes and i teach you know like it's like a big exchange all the time you know like yeah you, I wish we could go back in time. I would yeah. love to. Like, of course. I would like <laughs> go straight to like 92, like, like yeah. or 88. I don't right. know. Like I would love to, but time doesn't go back. No, you know? it doesn't Never stop for anybody. <laughs> yeah. So like we got to like go ahead, you know? Yeah. And not leaving the past. Like we. B- I agree. Yeah. Whoever is like, oh, always complaining about things. It was it, it much does better. Nothing. Okay. Yeah. But okay, like, well, it was. you're not going back. <laughs> you know, like, you're not like, like in Back to the Future or something. Yeah. Do you have any crazy, like, I know you've traveled the world, I mean, at this point. Like, is there any um, standout moments that, like, of crazy gigs or crazy stories you have from being at DJing at a festival or a club or any kind of event? Oh, we travel everywhere, man. But like the one of the craziest memories was the first time Louds travel. Yeah, Russia. Got in Russia because Trapsilas blew up in Russia. Really, that first was kind time. of your first, first time. Interesting. We blew up Crazy. on on VK. What's that? It's like Facebook from Russia. Wow. It's kind of like Jeep Web kind of thing. You know, mm. like, <laughs> it's crazy. Oh my god! Like after we put Mambo out, yeah, people we start like getting messages. Russian all the time, like a bunch of people writing in Russian, like videos of twerk in Russia, dancing mambo, and like uh, someone reached out asking, oh, guys, want a tour, make a tour in Russia. We came for like five shows, no management, no tour manager, just me, Louds, and a friend. Crazy. You know, and our like promoter was like a 17 or 18 years old kid. (laughs) Oh my God. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He probably couldn't believe he got you to come. Yeah, <laughs> like he, he he took like a few different promoters from f- different cities, but like he was the guy making contact, taking money yeah. from people. He was like eighteen. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like we got in Russia, and it was like 
with like superstars. That's amazing. Like, with, and Louds, it was like Louds first time touring. Like, yeah. Like first You're time like, out whoa. of Brazil. <laughs> oh my God. Crazy. Yeah. Like, and then, then it's like, we're making it right. Like we should. <laughs> right. That probably encouraged you a lot to be like, okay, yeah, let's go do going. this. If we're this big in it Russia like a year and in Brazil, in Brazil, like we need to just tour the world. That's crazy. Have you been to like India and places India, like that? India was insane. I, w- I can imagine. Yeah, yeah we played with Troy Boy dope. in India. Oh, okay. And uh, that's a dope combo. Who else played there? Like Skrillex, Marshmallow, Marshmallow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. Yeah, and uh, playing all over Asia, Mozambique. That's like it's crazy. Like in Africa, in Africa. like they speak Portuguese. Oh, they do? Yeah, like we got like only seven countries that speak wow. Portuguese. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, and like Mozambique was insane. Oh, oh my God, like, really? Great experience. Like in the other side, speaking like our native language, you know, like it was. Right, you almost feel comfortable in such a foreign place. Yeah, yeah. Like some, it's priceless. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, traveling like that. That's so dope. What about like, so I know you have all those projects coming up. Do you have any future plans or even just dreams of like, all right, in the, you know, these are the dream collaborations that we still haven't done that we want to do or other, I don't know, throwing a festival or like, do you have any other things that you want to do that? I have many, but I don't like to talk because okay, I get uh, it. when, when we, when you talk, it might it not happen. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get mean? it. Yeah. That makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, well, yo, thank you guys for for coming through. I mean, Such is there pleasure, any brother. other? Uh, yeah, any other like, I guess messages for people out there or um, things you want to talk about yeah. before we get thank out of you here. Everybody for yeah. the sport, like here in the US, all and all, all the, the DJ scene where we all came came from. We like so grateful, you know. Yeah, it's been like, if it wasn't. That scene, we would never be here. Right. You know, like, that's how Tropicillas really started with that kind of support that we had from all the GJ community. Right. Like, of course, like, GJ City always, like, in support for us since day one. Like, all all the, the GJs. Yeah. And uh, all my idols became my friends because so cool. of that. It's crazy, you know, like. Yeah. It just really shows that the... It's the relationship. I mean, you guys are DJs, you know, but the relationship of producers and DJs and even just people making music, it's such an important thing that if the artist doesn't realize that, you know, like you mm-hmm. talked about just by going to three style and getting them the music and then it just spreads out everywhere. You know, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah that's dope. True. So dope. Yo, Trop Killers. Thank you guys for coming through. And, uh, I can't wait to hear all the new music and yeah, see what, what's going on. Please, thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, all right, sounds good. Maybe we can hang this weekend before you head back to Brazil, too. For, for sure. Of course. Okay, thank you, guys. All right, peace. Thank you, brother. Nice. Later. Okay, that was so dope. Thank you so much to the Trop Killers for coming in here, blessing us with their presence and their knowledge and all those amazing stories. It was so good to uh, be with these guys in person, hear what they got planned, hear how they got to this point. So inspirational. And uh, yeah, it was wonderful sitting down with them. And it was wonderful having you guys as part of the conversation. My Beat Sorcerers, thank you guys for always tuning in. You know you can find this show anywhere. YouTube, if you want to watch it 
Spotify, Apple, all the places you can listen to it, anywhere podcasts are listened to. So uh, check us out. Thank you for the support. The 20 Podcast is produced by BeatSource. Join us next week for more interviews as we discuss music that matters to DJs. I'm DJ Spider signing off. Peace. And that was The 20 with DJ Spider.